Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. How are you today? I hope you're having a good day. I want to talk today about your relationship with your goal, dream, plan, whatever it is, okay? And it doesn't matter how big or small that thing is, right? So it can be it can be a short-term goal. It could be a long-term goal of just happiness. It can be more concrete. It can be, I want to do X and Y and Z, and I want to be over here and I want to have this thing. It can be anything at all. It can be, I simply want to be happy to, I want to have a seven-figure business teaching people how to make widgets. It can be anything you want, okay? But in order to have that those goals, in order to achieve those dreams, you have to have a relationship with it. So what do I mean by that? Having a relationship with it means your connection to that goal or dream is stronger than the obstacles, the fear, the doubt, the worry, the anxiety that shows up along the way. And I know what you're thinking now. You're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do that. Like that doesn't work. Like the stress is going to be real. Like this is, this is hard. I don't even know what I'm doing, right? (laughs) So what happens when you get into that, into that frame of mind? What's going on in your head? So first off, you're assuming the worst, okay, <laughs> which is always going to get you into trouble. So, so now you're assuming that you need to freak out and worry and stress and doubt and do fear and anxiety and all the things. Now, you're making an assumption here that A, bad things are going to happen and that B, you're going to have to deal with all of this crap. Like you're basically going to have to claw your way through life if you want to get there. Question that story. Is the story about how you need to struggle and strive true? Is that story true? My tarot cards actually asked me that exact question the other day in relation to something else. And it's a fascinating question to think about. Maybe I don't have to struggle. Maybe it's my perception of the problems or the potential for problems that causes me to struggle. Maybe it's not the problem itself. But then if that's the case, all problems would be fixable, right? The solution would be immediate. It would show up. You would have an answer right away. Is that true, though? That's where you want to go, right? If I don't have to worry about the problem, then that means there's an immediate answer and I can fix it, right? The worry only happens because I don't have a solution, right? So this is the story that we're telling about these problems that we have, right? And it doesn't matter whether it's in relation to a big goal or it's just day-to-day life. That's the story you tell. 
But what if that story isn't true? What if it's just your perception that not having a solution is the problem? What if that's your perception and that's what creates the reality of struggle? What if the truth is you're just meant to sort of leave the problem be and continue on your merry way and not really worry about it? So you just put the problem over there in the corner and and you you recognize it's there. It's kind of like the dirty laundry. It's there. But you're not paranoid necessarily, and you don't run to go do laundry every time there's a t-shirt on the ground or in the in the laundry basket. You 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 don't do that. You you leave it there and it's okay and you let it build up for a little while. And then you do laundry eventually. Right? And depending on how many clothes you have, you, you might wait a while before you do laundry. You might go the other way and just procrastinate. Right? But that idea of just sort of letting it be there and do the work anyway and continue on offers you the possibility of a solution. That maybe in the journey towards the goal, you will find the solution to the problem. What if the problem doesn't have to stop you completely? What if that's just a perception? Right? When we think about goals, we, we think about them in terms of sort of being free and clear to go after them. We never think about them in terms of sort of, I'm going to have to go through all of these things. The journey is not going to be a straight line. There's going to be struggle. There's going to be, there's going to be stuff happening. There's going to be problems. There's going to be issues. It's not going to be a straight line. But I'm just going to trust that I can navigate that. I'm going to trust my ability to adapt to my scenario as I move forward. And that kind of thinking sometimes stops us from even getting started. Because we don't trust our own ability to manage. So what if instead of needing to fight and struggle and claw your way through life, you just said, well, any unsolvable problems, I'm just going to leave them over there in the corner and I'm going to go on my adventure. I'm going to go on with my life and I'm going to trust that eventually somewhere along the path, I'm going to pick up what I need. What if you treated life a little bit more like a video game? <laughs> right? And it's immediately making me think of a couple of games that I like to play. Um, one is Stardew Valley, which is kind of that that hide-and-go-seek, the, the foraging, the adventure kind of game where you're trying to live your life, but you need to, you need to find certain things in order to do that. There's, there's forever something to create or do or solve, right? But the way to play the game is not to stand around and wait for things to come to you. The way to play the, the game is to go explore, right? So what if life is more like that? When you run into a problem in a video game, you don't just stand still and stop and not do anything. You continue to explore, you go look around, you go find things. Why? Why are you able to give yourself that freedom in a video game and not in real life? What's the difference? The difference is the perception. The difference is how you think about it. The difference is in the story you tell yourself about real-life problems versus video game struggles. That's the difference. 
So what if you had the power to just simply say, you know what? I know there's a problem. I recognize that. And it's not that I don't care about the problem because I do. But just because I care about a problem and just because I care about about finding finding a solution or figuring out an outcome doesn't mean that I need to put energy into stress and anxiety and worry and doubt and fear. It doesn't mean that I need to stay stuck and frozen in a story that says I can't. I can't move until I solve it. It also doesn't mean I have to stay stuck in a story that says now I need to fight and claw my way through. Right? Because that's the defense, right? Immediately the ego wants to defend itself. So that's what defending looks like. So now we struggle, right? But what if you don't need to do that? What if you could just shift your perception and just sort of say, you know what? I'm going to continue on my adventure. I'm going to continue foraging for the things that I need. And maybe if I keep going on the adventure, the solution will show up to me. And maybe that solution is different from the last time I had a problem. Or maybe the solution is different from this problem that I had, right? Maybe you have the same problem, (laughs) right? Maybe this is a repetitive recurring problem for you. Maybe this is something that happens every few weeks. Maybe the solution is not the thing you normally do. Because here's the thing with repetitive problems. When they're on repeat, it means there's something there you're missing. Your job is to figure out what that is. So maybe the, the way to stop the repetition is to actually do something different. Your job is to figure out what the different is, but that's the idea. That's how you stop problems that go on repeat, right? So the whole time now, you're staying connected to your goal. You're staying connected to your vision, your dream. You're saying, I'm more focused on getting to where I need to go here, where I want to go, than I am focused on the piddly crap that happens in between. Where I am now and where I want to be. That's what you're doing. That gives you the ability to adapt. It gives you the ability to adjust. It gives you the ability, the freedom to keep moving, even when life puts stuff in your path. There's always another way around it. And the only question is whether you're willing to see that or not. The only question is whether you get so tied up in fear and anxiety that you can't see it. When your relationship to your goal is strong enough, you'll say, screw it, and you'll keep going anyway. Because that's the power of the goal. It gives you that oomph that you need to decide that it's okay to adapt and not struggle. The problems aren't necessarily optional, but I promise you the struggle is. Because the struggle is only in your perception. The struggle is in the story you tell yourself, not what's actually happening. And your only job is to be able to figure that out, to see it. 
because that's what's going to allow you to stay attached to the goal of where you want to get to. And it shifts over time, I promise you. When I started my healing journey eight years ago, I had very set goals. And the only reason I was doing this healing thing was to get to where I wanted to go. It was the only reason for me to heal at all. And as I moved through the healing journey, and I ticked off the one goal that I had, I did the thing, check, complete. My healing journey shifted because it was no longer about the external goals anymore. Suddenly I was doing it for me. I still had the attachment to the goal. I still wanted the thing. But now I was going on the journey willingly. It wasn't just a means to an end anymore. My connection to my goal was strong enough to pull me when I wasn't doing this voluntarily. And it pulled me along long enough that I finally got to a place where I could do it voluntarily. And the shift happened three or four years ago, where I went from being, I'm just here for as a means to an end, I, I have a destination and that's it. And then I went to, this is my new way of life. And in that shift, I didn't lose my attachment to the outcome, to the goal that I had. I didn't disconnect from that. I just simply found a way to get okay on the journey. I found a way to get okay with what I was doing. I found a way to learn to enjoy what I was doing instead of fight with it and struggle with it and argue with it and try to push through it all the time. Right? That's the benefit of being okay with the journey is it allows you to just sort of relax and enjoy it and not get so tied up in all the things that are going on around you. You're always going to have a pile of dirty laundry. It's always going to be there. There's always going to be that pile of problems that maybe you don't have answers to. But when you let yourself stop because you come into the room and you stare at the pile of dirty laundry and you look at it and you go, I give up. And you quit. All that tells me is that your connection to your dream wasn't strong enough yet. You're not allowing your dream to pull you. And you're too focused on the little things that have your perception all wonky and screwed up because of the stress and the anxiety and the fear you have around them. You're not moving. It's got you stuck. And it's just because of what you're focused on, nothing else. It's only because of how you see it. And if you shifted how you see it, saw it, you could move anyway. But that's a choice. 
And so what happens next? Well, now we get all up in our stuff because that means we actually have to be able to sort of drop the problem in a way, right? We have to be able to drop the problem, kind of like the dirty laundry. We have to be able to leave it in the corner and continue on with our lives. And that's hard. We're taught to pick up that stuff and carry it around and show it off and tell, tell everybody about it. And we're taught to be paranoid and panicked and freaked out about it. We're taught to stress. We're taught to worry. We're taught to doubt. We're taught to do all these things. So it's really hard when somebody likes me come, somebody like me comes around and says, well, you don't really have to pay attention to that, you know? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but I'm like 40, I'm 48 almost, right? You're like, I've been doing that for 48 years. That's a hard, that's a hard habit to drop. And I'm like, but yeah, but you get to drop it. You don't have to do that. Huh? What do you mean I don't have to? You don't have to do that. You can just let it go. It'll be fine. I promise it doesn't do tricks. It's not going to jump. It's not going to bite you. It won't scare you. It's just going to sit over there and wait for you. It'll be fine. It's not going to be out of your control. You're going to know it's there. You're well aware of it. You haven't forgotten about it. I'm not suggesting you forget about it. I'm suggesting you just take your attention away from it for a little while to allow yourself to continue to move forward. But, 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 and then you want to defend the problem. But it's irresponsible, no. It's more irresponsible that you're staying stuck in the problems and you're not allowing yourself to go after your goals. But that's got nothing to do with the outside world. That's about you. You're being irresponsible. You're not taking care of yourself. The irresponsibility comes in your lack of commitment to your own goal. In your willingness to drop the goal at the blink of an eye the second a problem shows up. how you see it. When you want to take responsibility for your goal, that means you can't take responsibility for a whole bunch of problems that you can't solve. So you put them in the corner and you go on and do your thing. And then you say, but I can't. It's stopping me from what? Find a way around it. Find a way around it. Don't have money for that app you think you need? Go find a free version that'll do for now. Make it work for yourself. How can you adapt? How can you allow and how can you adapt? Shift your focus. Not how can I solve this? How can I adapt to it? How can I make this work anyway? Do you see that? Do you see that difference in how you think about things? I get spending your life worrying and in fear because I did that. I lived it for years and years and years and years and it disempowered me and it caused me to be afraid to make any choice at all and do anything. 
I paralyzed myself. I get that. I totally paralyzed myself. And I gave up on all my dreams and all my goals and all the things. I gave up on everything. I gave up on life. I quit. And what I learned through healing, because suddenly I had a goal that meant enough to me that I was willing to push no matter what, even though I was still doing it as a means to an end, Suddenly I had a goal that was powerful enough that I was willing to go through hell to get there. Because I had that. Now suddenly it was like I had to figure out I forced myself to drop problems. I forced myself to just stop paying attention to things. I forced myself to do it. I just willed myself into it. But because I was just using sheer willpower to, to, to navigate at the beginning, I had to decide to actually watch what happened. So I needed to engage the logical brain because living on willpower alone only gets you so far. <laughs> it, it'll help pull you through when you need the oomph, when you need a push, but it's really not a great strat overall strategy. It's not, it's not a great life strategy, just sheer willpower. Not a great life strategy. So what I had to be willing to do was watch the outcome and see what was going to happen. Did that need the effort that I put into it? No. So why did I want to put in that effort? Because I've been taught to struggle. Oh, okay. And then I can back down. And slowly what I taught myself to do was back off the throttle. I didn't need all the oomph that I was putting into things, I could actually just chill. That took a while. And I needed some willpower to do it. To figure out, to put, I needed the willpower to put myself in the scenarios where I was willing to see what was going to happen. That was what I needed the willpower for. That was how I did it. That was my choice to do it that way. But really, it's just a matter of sitting there and saying, okay, let's figure this out. So however you do that, whether you write down everything, dear diary type stuff, whether you're journaling, whether you're, whether you're talking it out with other people who have the clarity to be able to help you with it, whatever it is that you're doing, sort out your perception. However you do that. For me, I write. That's how I sort out my perception. What's your strategy? How do you sort out your perception? How do you sort out your wonky thinking? How do you gain clarity around it? Don't just let your brain do whatever it wants. Question it. The story of struggle is not true. And the way to do that, the way to understand that, is to put down the problems and not do anything about them and keep going on the journey anyway. And now we're back to where we started. Your connection to the journey 
to the outcome has to be strong enough to keep you going on the journey. You have to decide you want to do that. You have to decide that you want to learn how to be okay on the path. That you want to learn how to be okay with the problems you can't solve. That you want to learn how to deal with your perception. That you want to learn how to stop telling yourself the stories that keep you stuck. You want to learn how to do those things. You have to decide that that's what you want to do. And that's just a choice. It's not circumstantial. It is literally just a choice that says, I'm going to do this thing. And it helps create that connection to that outcome. Because now you've decided, not only have you decided on the outcome, I want to be happy, I want to be a millionaire, I want a cabin in the forest, I want a tree house, I want whatever I want. Not only now do you have the outcome, but now you've decided that you're willing to go on the journey. Are you willing to do the thing anyway, without the struggle? Because you don't need to struggle. You just need to get better at putting the problems you can't solve in the corner and figuring out how to adapt anyway. You need to stop telling yourself the story of struggle that keeps you in that and stops you from ever getting started a lot of the time because you put the problems up and you build like a toilet paper fortress around yourself and you wall yourself in. And then you're stuck. Because now you can't go anywhere and you built a fortress out of problems. And you decide that the goal is off limits because of this fortress of problems that you created. How many of those problems do you even have solutions to? Very few. So that means you have to learn to leave the problems alone. You can't wall yourself in around them. You have to decide to go anyway. Figure out how to adapt. Make it work for yourself. What can you do from where you are? What are your options? There are options. It's just a question of whether or not you're willing to see it. You don't have to get stuck in the struggle. That's a choice, just as much as the goal is a choice. So which choice are you making? And then do that. This is what will create your relationship to the goal because you will be constantly choosing the goal over your relationship with all the problems you think you need to solve first. It's choice. I hope that was helpful to you today. I am going to add in a shameless plug here uh, for both my uh, Patreon uh, channel and also uh, private coaching. If you have found yourself caught in the struggle and you're having trouble shifting your focus, I have ways of helping you manage your focus. This is exactly the stuff that I had to do for myself um, for many years before I got to a place where I could um, not struggle anymore and do things a little differently. So over on Patreon, um, you will get access to this podcast a full two days early. So podcasts on Patreon come out on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. 
And with my private coaching offer, um, you get access to me um, one hour a week in video chat, um, plus full access to me via Voxer, which is a sort of voice chat app, a free voice chat app, so that you can talk to me when daily life comes up and life handles you, hand, hands you struggles and challenges and problems. And we have the ability to talk those things through, and I can help you with your focus on that day-to-day regular basis. And then we can deal with the bigger stuff uh, when we talk week to week. I have different package lengths, three, six, and 12 months. They are available along with payment plans. So you can check out my website, hit up delaren.com to find out more, get on to Patreon, hit up some private coaching, however it works for you. Um, and, um, yeah, and I hope to hear from you. So thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget to like subscribe and share from whatever platform you happen to be listening to me on. And I will talk to you next time. Have a good week, everybody. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Ren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.